Hello and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the Canadian television series The Littlest Hobo, in which myself and my friend Katie watch every single episode and then we talk about them one by one. Katie, you're still with me. I'm, am I, am I still here? Do I still exist? What is life? What does it all mean? (laughs) Deep (laughs) questions. Because I think I'm having an existential crisis. Have you been Um, watching mimes? (laughs) Yeah, I just went down a deep, down, dark rabbit hole of mime YouTube. <laughs> Whoa. And you know, the bars aren't even open. What are you doing? I just I sit here, just watch mimes, miming. Whoa. <laughs> this is what I've become. <sighs> okay, so this whole episode will just be Stefan talking. I'll be here miming my response. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, no. Really great podcasting then content. Then I'll get yelled at my wife. <laughs> yeah. And so we're... We are recording over Skype and my wife is in the background <laughs> and we finished the last episode and I get up and I like get a drink of water and all I hear is, did you let Katie talk at all? <laughs> all I could hear was you talking. And I'm like, yes, yes, dear. I let Katie talk. She's like, I'm just, just looking out for her. But like, you talk too much. <laughs> She's got my back. <laughs> yeah. I don't appreciate it. I don't like this. <laughs> Team up. <laughs> No, it's my wife. She's supposed to be on my side. Anyways, and, and I'm not going to talk any less because this is my episode to report on. So buckle in, folks. That's true. My notes on this are substantially less than the last episode. So, yep, you'll be talking a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, this episode is season six, episode 15, Voyageurs, part one. Okay. First aired. <laughs> so go oh. ahead. Continue. February 14th, 1985. All right. What you- I already had something to say. Is why is this episode? We could talk about it later. I just really want to know why it's called Voyageurs, like the French. The French Voyageurs. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get into that later because I guess you haven't even okay. said what this episode's about. But I just really want to know. Well, this family is <laughs> trapped on a deserted island. That's what the episode's about. Family trapped on a deserted island. Themes include Cold War tensions and the early stages of the digital age. They're not going to start trapped on the desert island. That's a spoiler for later. You're not. Sorry, folks. It's that was the least spoilerly <laughs> synopsis of both of them. <laughs> Thinking about it now, we could have just written our own, I guess. But, oh well, too late. Yeah, <laughs> too late to start that now. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because this family is neither French nor following a voyageur route. So why the French voyageurs? Uh, Anyways. Don't. <laughs> don't know. I'm just nitpicking Let's... now. It's the existential angst. <laughs> it's, it's really bubbling up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So before we get into this, we're basically going to be following four main characters. Yes. So I figure we should just describe who they are, and that way we'll set the stage for everyone. Okay. So we're following a family, a mother, a father, and a daughter and a son. So the mother and father are Ian and Meg. Mm-hmm. Ian is a news broadcaster. Yep. He's a man in his 30s. I'd say late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. Meg is a photojournalist. She's a blonde woman. She's fairly stern, I find. <laughs> yes. I actually don't like Meg at all, but nope. we'll, we'll we'll dig into that. <laughs> yep. Um, but she's clearly intelligent. Yeah, she's adventurous. Yeah. About the same age, I would say. And then we've got Lisa and Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Mitchell is the eldest son. I would say he is 11. I That's what I... I said 12, but yeah, I'd say 11 or 12. Yeah. yeah. 
He's on the cusp of puberty. Yep. Um, he should be familiar to us because he's been in a bunch of Lilith's Hobo episodes. He was uh, the Mozart of Celery. He was the kid in the train car <laughs> oh, yeah. chewing away on <laughs> now a carrot or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> He was um, a lot smaller in that episode. Definitely. Yeah. Well, three or four years, I guess, right? Yeah, that would have been um, a few years. Wow. <laughs> but he was also uh, more recently in Dragon Slayer. He was Glendor. Treacherous swine! <laughs> and so we that brings us to um, the annoying little sister, yes. Lisa. She's seven, maybe? Six? I would say probably, because she's complete sentences. So, yeah, seven. <laughs> yeah, six or seven. Um, little blonde kid looks, looks a little bit more like Meg. Mm-hmm. Um, we should say Mitch. We didn't really describe him very much. <laughs> yeah. He looks a little bit more. I, I know they're not related, but he looks a little bit more like the the father. He's got brown hair. Mm-hmm. He's very much a video game kind of kid. Yes. Um, he loves his music. Tech is sort of his thing. He likes tech. So being stuck on a boat in the middle of nowhere is going to be great for that child. <laughs> Especially when you're that age. Like yeah, when you were I 12. Think- mm all right, let's start this episode. Yes. We're on a wharf. We are. Not wharf from Star Trek, an actual wharf. Good tea. Nice house. That'd be amazing. And He's just made up with many, many wharfs. <laughs> hundreds of thousands of pixelated wharfs. It'll be like, did you ever see the second Wreck-It Ralph? Yeah. Where he's ma- the Ralph that's made of all the <laughs> multiple Ralphs. All the other Ralphs. Yep. <laughs> that's what this wharf is. It's made of wharfs. <laughs> yeah. There's so much honor on this dock. So much honor. <laughs> Um, so Hobo's trotting on down the dock as this man, um, we get this voiceover, clearly coming from either a radio or television broadcast. A man is talking about how the White House is opposed to a ban on anti-satellite weapons and how the Soviets must show a desire for quiet diplomacy. It's just Cold War, uh, brouhaha, my dick's bigger than yours tactics. <laughs> Seems so and, tame now. <laughs> the way the world it's, is. <laughs> it's frustrating is what it is. I... The last um, couple of weeks, I actually went through and listened to all three episodes of Big If True's podcast that they did on the uh, assassination of JFK, Ah. which was all Cold War. And then the Bay of Pigs invasion, all these sort of Cold War Cuban presidents, the attempts on uh, Fidel Castro's life. And then I read a book by Stephen King about the assassination of JFK. So Cold War, (laughs) definitely something I know a lot more about now than I did a month ago. And it's just... Such a pile of baloney. Oh, it's like, just it's men so... getting angry at other men for just yeah, no reason. For for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I so silly and pointless and ridiculous and people thought they were gonna die and and that's awful. And yes. <laughs> they did nothing to help it. So anyways, yes. this guy <laughs> going on about the Soviets. Um, we're gonna find out this man is Ian and he's on the television. He's Yay. he's a a broadcaster for a news channel and uh presumably he's got a fairly decent audience i would assume but he tells them everything about his life <laughs> he gives everything. them a play-by-play about his next six months <laughs> yep. he's like this is my name this is my wife these are my kids this is the boat we're gonna be on here's where we're launching from here's where we're going if anybody has anything against me now's the time want to rob my house do it now. Yep. I do it now. I'm not going to be there for six months because uh, we're going up past Alaska to the Lucian Islands, which are in the Caribbean, I think. Look them up real quick. Right. <laughs> no, they're not. Sorry. I shouldn't laugh so That's much. all right. Geography. No, it's okay. They're in between Russia and Alaska. <laughs> oh, are they? Okay. I looked up Lucian Islands really quickly and it said Caribbean. I was like, yep, sure. Sounds good. <laughs> it's because there's the Lucian Islands and Aleutian Islands. 
Oh. But they're going to the Aleutian Islands, which are the ones. I missed, I missed the ah. Which is why I think I they mean, added the Cold War stuff, because he's going to these islands. In owned, They're owned. Half of them are owned by Russia and half of them are owned by like America. Oh, so sweet. Like half and half. Uh, I did not know that. So I think that's his purpose for heading in that direction. His, he does mention that Meg, his wife, is a photojournalist, and they're going to take a bunch of pictures, and they're going to do a big special at the end of yes. the whole vacation. Mm-hmm. So they're mixing business and pleasure. The only pleasure is theirs. The kids aren't going to have a good time. <laughs> no. But oh, well, whatever. <laughs> Who cares about them? This is just yeah. their formative years. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it'll be all right. Whatever. <laughs> so... The kids are hanging out. They've got a German Shepherd, and I believe I didn't look it up, but I think this is the same one. Oh, maybe it isn't from the botulism. It's definitely episode. an old German Shepherd. Yes, an old I think it hobo. Might be the same one. We should ask Brad. It might be the same one from Rookie, from that the old uh, one that they have kicking around. Yeah, it looks looks the same to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name in this though is Neptune. It's actually a pretty good dog name. I was like, yeah, yes. I like that. Not too bad. <laughs> Very nautical. Yeah, a nice nautical <laughs> name. Um, but Neptune's not coming with them. They're literally leaving in 15 minutes, and now mom decides to drop a bombshell. She's like, yeah, dog's not coming with us. Sorry, kiddos. I wrote in big capital letters, you didn't tell your children until that day the dog wasn't coming. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, Mitch asks, he's like, when did you decide this? She's like, uh, the night before. Right there? What? Embarking on a six-month journey that I assume took months of planning. Like, you do yes. not just decide to go on a six-month no. sailing trip. And it was the night before where they're like, oh, what are we going to do with the dog? <laughs> like, <laughs> Maybe they were betting on him dying. Yeah, they like, were Like, it really wouldn't hoping. shock me, especially her. The more I learn about her, the less I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, he seems kind-hearted. I, I, It's going to come out pretty quick. I don't like Meg. I don't like Meg at all. No, she's I, not a good person. <laughs> she's not a good person. She's not. Maybe, she, I don't know. She's not a good mother. That's true. She. she not a good mom. <laughs> no. She's like, yep, not coming with us. And they're like, well, who's going to take care of them? And she's like, don't worry, Mr. Mr. Charles yes. is coming along. <laughs> um, we all know who Mr. Charles is before Mr. Charles even shows up. It's yep. this Chuck Eisenman. <laughs> he rocks on in. He's like, hey, what's up? Scoops up the dog in the weird way where he yes. puts one around the front paws and then one around like the groin area. And I'm like, well, if Chuck's doing it, I guess it's the right way to do it. I mean, who am I to argue with Chuck? But <laughs> the dog seems happy as all hell. He has no problems. Nope. <laughs> I don't even think he can walk. He never stands in the shots. So. No, this dog. Yeah. No, he's old. <laughs> he's yeah. Old. Uh, and it? she doesn't even let them say goodbye to the dog. He literally no. just scoops up the dog and walks away. Yeah, he's like, hey, how you guys doing? She's like, they're pretty upset about the dog. He's like, oh, what a darn shame. Whoop, see you later. <laughs> just like, see you in six months. I got to go stud this baby up before he dies. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Lisa's pretty upset. Mom decides to go with Chuck, Mr. Yes. Charles. She's like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll see you off the dock. Um, I'll leave my children unattended here. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, Lisa's pretty upset. She starts having an asthma attack. So Hobo rocks on up. Um, her brother Mitch is like patently useless. He's so unhelpful. Help. And I'm assuming this is not her first asthma attack in front of him. No. And he is it just it, like, where's your inhalator? He calls it an inhalator. Inhalator. I like inhalator. I like it a lot. Yeah. So Hobo. And it's not an accident. They say it several times. <laughs> oh, yes. Hobo rolls up. He grabs her inhalator from an open bag, which is directly at her feet. So not only did she not find it, her brother didn't spot it. Nope. Hands it to her. She takes a big puff. 
She's like, woo, <laughs> thank you so much. You <laughs> saved my life. And I'm like, you know what? I know that's probably an exaggeration, but it might not be considering how useless Mitch was. She really? may well have died. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just taken, like, just passed out, fallen in the water, dead. Yeah, done. <laughs> so Meg rolls back around and she's got Ian at this point. How did he uh, get there she? so quickly? Yeah, I wonder if the broadcasting system is like on the dock. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's either right there or that was pre-recorded, but I don't think it was. It's but like yeah. a pirate pirate video station you know how you have pirate radios that are off of boats yeah. that's what this is this is like a pirate radio station <laughs> some weird cold war thing <laughs> yeah so they rock up um and they're like whoa what's going on who who's this fine and handsome dog this dashing <laughs> delightful hugh grant of a canine and they're just like lisa's like oh he saved my life can we keep him um ian to his credit is like yep totally <laughs> Okay, can no we talk problem. about the mother's response to her finding out her daughter had an asthma attack? Yeah, let's do that. The mom says, oh no, did you have another attack? Oh no, did you have another attack? And then walks away. <laughs> yeah, she's not even looking at her. Doesn't look she's at like... her, doesn't give her a hug. This girl is seven. She's still very yep. young. Doesn't yes. ask her, like, are you okay now? Like, <laughs> just... Give me the details. <laughs> she reacts the same way that people do when, like, their friend tells them they had a weird dream last night. Yeah. Like, oh, I had a weird dream last night. And you're like putting away the dishes. You're like, oh, yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, yeah. Nobody cares about your dreams. Nobody cares that you just had an asthma attack, apparently, girl. No. So um, this is your mom. You can enjoy the next six months of your life. Yeah, this is this is your life. So Lisa asks, she's like, yeah, can we can we keep him? Ian's like, yeah, absolutely. Sure sure thing. Um, he's like, hey, Mitch, come with me. We're going to file our itinerary with... Um, the wharf master. I don't know who, who you follow that with. Far too easily to adopting this strange dog that just showed up on their boat. Who your first reaction would be, he probably belongs to someone. Yes. <laughs> and, and to her credit, Meg does say that. So like Meg is like, Oh shoot, I forgot to get ice. Come on, Lisa. Like let's let's go get the ice. Um, and as she walks her away, she's like, listen, that dog probably belongs to somebody. When we come back, it's going to be gone. I don't want you to be sad that it's gone. But, you know, we can't just take some rando dog with us <laughs> on this voyage. And Lisa is like, oh, okay. And she turns and watches as the hobo jumps into the boat from, like, a sunroof, yeah. I guess. Do boats have sunroofs? I, I guess. Like, at, is that maybe what they're called? The hatch? I don't know. <laughs> it's he makes his not way a skylight. <laughs> yeah. I've been talking to Mike, our car guy, a little bit, and Mike had some just very informal notes. He realized, and maybe Brad can shed some light on this, that I guess some of the the hobo dogs, some of them are neutered and some of them aren't, <laughs> which I guess I never really consciously thought of. I avoided of. paying attention to that. <laughs> but the hobo we see sitting on the dock and the hobo that jumps onto the top of the boat and jumps in are not the same dog because the hobo that jumps onto the top of the boat and in has gigantic balls. Like just, they're just, this is a wide shot and you're still like, whoa, boys are packing away there. Like, <laughs> I'm very grateful I did not notice that and I will yeah. not go back and check. <laughs> once, once Mike, don't worry, I'll send you a gif on your phone. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, once Mike pointed it out, I was like, oh, I can't not see it now. Like, so I guess they, they presumably have a dog that does the jump stunts and the dog that has the jump stunts just, you know. He's You're going to have neutered. to go back and watch all the jump stunts now just yeah, to verify. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, make sure it's the same one. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so anyways, the whole family comes back from the conversation um, and they're like, you know, get nice and find the itinerary. And they're like, oh, the hobo's gone. They're all talking away. The best part about the shot is they're all talking away, but Mitch has his headphones on and he's just rocking out. Like, he's I don't having know if a great time. <laughs> he is just like, he's playing air guitar. He's just, he's like, I'm going to make the most of this. Huh? I got 40 pounds of AA batteries <laughs> in the bottom of the ship. We're using it as ballast. And uh, I'm going to listen to music pretty much the entire time, which is exactly what i would do absolutely like I'd, I'd i'd run down every tape cassette i had six months on a boat 100 percent. i want to yep. know what he's listening to <laughs> yeah me too i wonder if it's uh crimson cross like <laughs> that one kid was <laughs> i like to think it is or boop the snoot uh, oh, i don't know if he's listening to boop the snoot which is halfway done by the way <laughs> nobody's gonna like it but it is halfway done i told you it's going viral on our hobo tiktok oh, i do not i do not it's gonna kill the tiktok <laughs> When we do four TikToks and we're like, oh, this isn't going anywhere, the fifth will be boop the snoot, and that'll <laughs> shut us down for good. <laughs> and dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's over. We're going to get a nice sailing montage. We will. Get about like a minute of music. Uh, the boat goes out to sea, presumably. They're pretending it's the sea anyways. <laughs> Pretty sure it's um, Lake Ontario, but yep. <laughs> yeah, but absolutely. <laughs> it's not quite rough enough to be the sea, but all right. <laughs> no. Yeah. Ship goes out to sea. Jib, like, T-bones the ship as it's leaving the wharf. She's got, like, a pirate flag on there now, and she's, like, yeah. <laughs> Mad Maxing no the seas. Yeah. <laughs> she's got the Dolphin 7 now. It's, like, yeah. they're, like, she's got a little caravan of ships. She's become, like, a pirate queen. Because <laughs> there's just, like, skulls and stuff stuck all over the sides. <laughs> yeah. yeah. War paint. <laughs> These are the skulls of all the other people. <laughs> We're going to go up to Lucian Islands. Jib is living a good life. <laughs> oh yeah. So we're gonna go below decks. We're on we're on the high seas now. Yeah, um, sailing away. Mitch is playing a little tiny arcade game, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. I I've never seen those before. They're neat. They're like a little battery powered arcade game. Yeah, it was fun. Look fun. Um, Lisa is reading a National Geographic, mm-hmm. uh, particularly from July 1973, because <laughs> I took the time to look up what cover that was. Wow. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Headlines were Volcano Overwhelms Icelandic Village and Homeward with Ulysses to the Ionian Isles of Greece. Just I mean, a little, little taste of what's going on. <laughs> that on could be an issue today. 144. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, spent more time doing that than I did probably researching anything else in this episode. <laughs> Clearly didn't research the islands they were going to, but I had time to look up the National Geographic cover. The important things. I appreciate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Meg just snaps at them. She's like piling something and she's like, hey, why don't you guys go up deck? Your dad would love to have company, you lousy, good for nothing children. And when they don't respond, she just like steals Mitch's game. She's like, listen, me and your dad are going to be on the open sea. And we're going to appreciate all the help and jokes and whatever else you guys can do for us because we're going to be taking four-hour shifts of either steering the ship or sleeping. And I'm like, man, this sounds awful. Like, <laughs> It sounds what? horrible. If you could put your dog in a like doggy daycare for six months, is there no family members you could leave your children with? You are also sailing into what I'm assuming are at least somewhat contested waters between the Soviet Union and North America? Like, why are you taking your kids here? Absolutely. I have so many questions. One, how long have they been on the boat that she is so cranky? All right, this is like two hours in. <laughs> yeah, they are not long into this journey. And two, you cannot be mad at your children for doing what kids do when you've just stuck them on a boat for six months. 
with yeah. I'm assuming very little talking about their thoughts, concerns, feelings, <laughs> whether they wanted to go or not. Yeah, Meg does not strike me as the person who uh, Meg doesn't even strike me as a person who really thinks of her kids as like being kids. I don't no. think she even thinks about them really. They're not even people necessarily to her. They're just things that need to be moved so she can do what she wants to do. I almost get the impression that they didn't tell their children about this trip till like two days ago. <laughs> yeah, and then they didn't tell their kids they're going on the trip till two days before, and then an hour before they left, they got rid of the dog. Yeah. Like, it's just like a one-two punch. Like no wonder and the kids they... are reeling. Yeah, I was gonna say no wonder they just want to hide inside and play games. <laughs> yeah, I would too. Absolutely. So she's like, "Yeah, get up on deck." Uh, but before you do that, one of you get me some damn paper towels. And they're both the kids are like, well, it's your turn. So Hobo pops up with paper towels. Surprise. Um, so and Lisa in the shot, like, I don't know. Lisa is a child actor. Yeah, and she actually, is. out of out of everyone in this episode, she's the one who has the best career. I looked up everybody and she's like still going. She's been in a ton of huge things. Really? None of which I can name right now. But yeah, Lisa is the only one out of all four of the main actors in this episode that actually has like a professional acting career. Wow, because honestly, she's not great. <laughs> she doesn't stick out, but she is the one who lasted the longest Good and for her. had the biggest career. So <laughs> kudos, kudos to her. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, she sticks out her tongue really, really <laughs> briefly in the shot and I don't think it was intentional. <laughs> I think she's just like, <laughs> just goofing around, which I appreciate. Yep. Because <laughs> kids just being kids. Exactly. Um, Meg calls Ian down really, like, angrily. She's like, Ian, get down here now! <laughs> yes. Um, she's clearly not happy. Ian comes on down. He's like, whoa, what's this dog doing here? Boy, howdy, isn't that a shock? Mitch is like, can we keep him? And Ian's like, yep, I guess so. He's like, I better buy some dog food at the next stop. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping they were just going to cut to a wide shot of them throwing the dog <laughs> off the boat. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it's like, can we keep him? <laughs> just see him like launched out the side that'd be amazing bye hobo uh, see you later so I'm back to shore yeah we're not far um, so Ian's like yeah sure we could keep him Lisa's like yay triple yay <laughs> yay triple yay exactly what she says <laughs> yep it would take you less time to just say yay 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 instead yeah. of triple yay but wow right whatever she's seven <laughs> Yeah. Um, we get Hobo's name in this episode. She dubs him Sinbad. Yes. Um, Did your mind yeah. immediately go to the comedian or Sinbad the yeah. Sailor? Yeah, the comedian. Me yeah. too. <laughs> um, I do like that she chides Mitch for not knowing the most famous sailor on the seven seas. There's yeah. no way Sinbad is the most famous sailor on the seven seas. Not, I like. I can name you at least four more famous sailors than Sinbad. Captain Nemo. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Blackbeard. Yep. Uh, Odysseus. You yep. know, Ulysses, the guy that's on the cover of National <laughs> Geographic magazine you just happen to be reading. Yeah. Captain Hook, Popeye, Ahab, <laughs> Jason and the Argonauts. I mean, these are all pretty famous sailors. There's the guy, like, the the, uh, the Antarctic dude. Oh, yeah. Shackleton. Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty famous. Yeah. Anyways, Is that boats? Yeah, that's <laughs> Yes, they're definitely on boats for a while. Then they're on the ice for a bit. That's right. Then a guy kills a seal with an axe. <laughs> kills a bunch many, of seals. Many seals. <laughs> many a seal. Yeah. Then they go back to bed and sleep next to him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's the best part. <laughs> I watched a man murder 15 seals with an axe. I guess I'll just cozy up to him so I won't freeze to death. <laughs> yeah. That's a long night. 
That's where we're headed in the next few months. Look out, seals. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, the moral of the story is Sinbad is absolutely no way the most famous sailor ever. And when, I will when, fight anyone who tells me different. Lisa just wanted to be a jerk to her brother. <laughs> yeah. I would have rather she named the dog Jason and the Argonauts, though. <laughs> That's the full name. <laughs> yeah, Jason and the Argonauts. You're to call that one out at the beach. <laughs> Jason and the Argonauts, come here. Come on, boy. Jason and the Argonauts. No, no, you must say the whole thing. <laughs> you have to. You can't call him Jason. Nope. It's got to be and the Argonauts. <laughs> yeah. That's what they call his balls. <laughs> That's Jason and those are the Argonauts. <laughs> this is an awful image and I don't want it in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. It's in there along with all of our audience. All two that are still listening. <laughs> you haven't turned off. You are a strong human being. <laughs> yes. You're the real Argonauts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Fade in, fade out. We're still below decks. Meg is talking to Mitch about the course that they're going to take and how she's calculating it. She's showing them on a map. She's got, I don't know, like a protractor and some rulers. And I'm sure this is all legitimate. I don't know how to do it. There's it's so not much mapping involved. Ugh. Yeah, I don't, I don't sail. <laughs> nope. Mitch does say, he's like, this would be a thousand times easier if you just let me bring my computer. Which, okay, fair point. Counterpoint, which Meg is going to give is... Yes, but you should know how to do the calculations yourself because the computer can fail. It's electronic. It could fail you. However, Meg doesn't deliver that in a way that would teach him that's an important lesson. Meg just yells at him. Yes. She instantly goes from zero to ten. She just gets really angry about it. And it's frustrating to watch how poor of an educator this woman is. Yes. She has no patience for her children whatsoever she's angry and then she's surprised when mitch gets angry of course mitch is going to get angry you're angry (laughs) yeah you just yelled at him (laughs) i don't know if this is a choice from the actor or if this is a director's choice um but i i've actually not watched part two so i'm hoping that this pays off somehow in which meg learns to be a better mother and if she doesn't then I'm going to be real, real disappointed. <laughs> Me Not upset. <laughs> just, just, just sad and disappointed. That better be part of her arc because she is an awful mother. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that's the scene. We're going to fade out and fade back in again. Uh, Meg says there's a storm a-brewing. Like, <laughs> yep. yep. Yar. <laughs> storm on the port bow. <laughs> Basically, she's like, all right, Ian, my barometer says this. My calculations say that. Storm's a-brewing. B- buckle down, Looking bucko, because <laughs> we're on the ocean and it's open and there's nowhere for us to go. So she goes on up. She takes the helm. Ian slaps a couple of life jackets on everyone. He's like, y'all just uh, hold tight in case it gets real rocky. Lock everything down. Hobo, they cut away to him and he actually looks a little seasick. <laughs> yes. I was like, ooh. I mean, he's a really, they're really filming a lot of this, I'm guessing, out on the lake with the dog yes. on the boat. Yeah. I don't think dogs are really big fans of boats in general. <laughs> I th- think they're like anyone and that they can get used to it. But I'm assuming that Chuck didn't put like four <laughs> yeah. dogs on a boat for like three months before <laughs> no. they filmed this <laughs> to get them used to being, you know, on a wavy surface. And it's so not, yeah, dog. It's like a sailboat. So it's like rocking and like, ugh. oh, yeah, it's a real love machine. <laughs> no. Anyways. Yeah, the hobo looks it, very it, uncomfortable. <laughs> he does. He does. Anyways, the storm hits. Storm it hits, it's rain and it's sleet and Meg and Ian yell a whole bunch. And I listened to this episode 
numerous times. I can't figure out what the hell they're talking about. I, like I can't hear what they're saying. No, every once in a while you'd catch like a word, but otherwise, yeah. no, it's just screaming and yelling and wind. <laughs> I'm just going to assume that they're yelling the lyrics to Riders <laughs> on the Storm to each other. Yes. So yeah, there's just a big storm going on. Meg comes up and she's like, ah, boats are leaking down there. There's water and Mitch just isn't strong enough to pump it out. I'm like, way to rain down on your kids, man. Yep. Like he's trying, okay? I mean, he's probably terrified. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah, a there's... horrible storm. <laughs> yeah, you sailed right into it, you dingus. You're the navigator. <laughs> Like, he, I, if I'm a 12-year-old boy on a boat in the middle of the ocean during a giant storm, I'm going to be a, be a little upset and scared. Yeah. <laughs> and so looking to my Meg's, mom for comfort. <laughs> yeah, so you're not getting any comfort from this lady. <laughs> no. Ian's like, all right, I'll go down. Uh, I'll pump, you know, the water out. You take the wheel. Meg takes the wheel and immediately breaks the steering. <laughs> she it's does. just like women drivers am i right i mean come on man just the worst oh <laughs> she had that thing anything. for five seconds and she broke it <laughs> how horrible <laughs> um anyways hobo pokes his pokes his nose up meg's like uh get out of here dog yeah, also he- the steering is gone we're all gonna die <laughs> yeah ian comes up she's like yeah can't steer the baby cable's broken we're, we're done um mm-hmm. ian I'm not 100% sure I understand why they do this. Ian pulls everyone up from below decks. Yes. I was, the first time I watched it, I was like, that's so dumb. Why are they bringing the kids above deck? The second time, I, I was kind of like, oh, is there so much water down there? Or they have an inkling that the boat is going to sink and it's better to be can, on top? <laughs> yeah, that's all I can, that's the only way I can kind of figure it is that. He goes, okay, well, steering is broken. I guess maybe the best plan of action is to lash yourself to, like, the mast so that you don't get thrown off the boat, but you can also get off it if the ship... I I don't know. I'm not a sailor. (laughs) It just seemed like a very strange choice. I guess my uneducated self would have been like, I'm getting below decks right now. Like (laughs) Me too. My first instinct was, keep those kids down there. (laughs) Yeah. But anyways, they're all up. And they're not up for more than three seconds before Lisa gets thrown off the ship and jumps into a very calm swimming pool. It's just so beautiful and lovely and just just little waves, just tiny little little lapping waves yeah. it's like somebody somebody standing at the end of the pool jumping up and down to try and like create yeah. some kind of they've got one of those boogie boards and they're just doing that thing where you flap it a little yeah just slapping it on the water yeah it's great it makes waves and it gets rid of the ducks yeah damn Beautiful. ducks always landed in my pool ah, it's fun when you lived in florida and people would tell you about the alligators in their pools i think you That's- think ducks are bad <laughs> yeah i used to have ducks now i have alligators i don't know man i I gotta find something big enough to get rid of the alligators. Yeah, what's next? <laughs> Anyways, Hobo jumps in after her. He also jumps into the swimming pool. Yes. Everyone yells a whole bunch, and then uh, Ian flops off off shot. Me and uh, that's that's the end of the scene. We're, we're done. We would so disappointed that we did not get more of a shipwreck scene. I mean, spoiler alert: yeah. we know they're gonna end up shipwrecked. We know the boat goes yeah, down. We don't get a single shot of a sinking ship. Nope. Very they upset. didn't want to make. They didn't want to make the model. <laughs> no, I couldn't afford that. <laughs> I'd appreciated it though if they did. Like if they made the model and put it in the swimming pool and like sunk it. Yes, that's all I want. If you're gonna have a shipwreck yeah. episode, you need to have a ship wrecked. <laughs> I don't believe the ship was wrecked. No, it's a conspiracy. It's all a conspiracy. Sh- it's all lies. 
Yep. Meg has planned this for some reason. Yeah. It was the Russians. Darn Russians. <laughs> She's a spy. We <laughs> should point that- out the cold the Cold War stuff is only at the beginning and the first time I watched this episode, I didn't even really take note of it at all. Mm-hmm. Like without the synopsis alerting me that this has something to do with the Cold War, it never would have it never really pops up again. No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Anyways, they're all they're all shipwrecked. So we're we're on the beach. Yes. Megan, Mitch, and Ian are all kind of just like chilling on the beach. They're they're yelling for Lisa. They're not looking for Lisa. Nope. They're just yelling for her. The wonderful thing about a beach is that there's really only two directions you can go. Really? Like you, you go left or go right? There's three yeah, you of keep... you split up. <laughs> yeah, honestly. One of you go to the right and one of you go to the left and uh, walk for an hour. Yep. And then if you can't find anything, turn around and walk back and I guarantee you'll run into each other (laughs) because it's a beach. Yeah, it's pretty much our only option. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, no, they decide they're not going to walk around or anything. They're just going to yell for Lisa, but it's okay. Lisa Lisa is fine. Hobo drags her in to shore. She just walks on over to her parents. Hobo magically dries off, which I appreciate. He's (laughs) drenched in one shot, dry in the next. (laughs) This is magical fur. (laughs) Yep, just... Just, Tell me your secret, hobo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone is reunited. Everyone's so happy. So happy. Mitch immediately is like, hey, hobo, did you happen to see my video games out there? <laughs> Mitch's got his priorities. He knows <laughs> He knows what he wants. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to need to be entertained on this deserted island. <laughs> yeah. The ship was bad enough. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Meg immediately like chides him. She's like, you should just be happy to be alive. He says, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You should be glad to be alive, Mitch. Yeah, I guess so. Oh my God, I feel you, bro. Also, There's Meg, your child is probably suffering from shock. Yeah. <laughs> PTSD. Take like it easy. <laughs> yeah. Ian recruits Mitch. He's like, come on, we're going to go light a fire because everyone's wet and cold. Except for the dog. Dog seems to be quite comfortable. <laughs> so dry. <laughs> very dry. Just incredible how dry he is. <laughs> really? His fur is luxurious looking. <laughs> yeah. So floofy. We had another fade out, fade in. We're just a little bit farther up on the beach. Ian is trying to light a fire by like smashing two rocks together. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's like, maybe I got the wrong kind of rocks. I'm like, yeah, you probably did. And I was going to say, has that tough. ever worked? Like you, you need find flint. I was going to say, you need flint, right? It's not just yeah. rock smashing. No, he doesn't have the right rocks. He's got just like <laughs> two stones he pulled off the beach. Um, and Lisa's like, don't, are you supposed to rub sticks together? And it's like, yeah, you, you could do that too. It's also mm-hmm. very tough. Yeah. But uh they have they have a better better plan because Meg still has one of her lenses for her camera, and so mm-hmm. they use the sun to create a create a quick fire by magnification, which is great. It's clever um, and it's smart and it's good. Yeah, yeah. If you're ever stuck on an island and you have a camera lens, you're good to go. Six hundred dollar Nikon lens kicking yeah. around. <laughs> yeah, Ian lights the fire. Hobo goes on out to retrieve what I thought was a KFC bucket at first. Definitely what it looked like. <laughs> Looks like a KFC bucket. Mitch is just livid because his tape player is ruined. Yeah. And now he'll never get to know how Hamlet ends because he had it on audiobook. Oh, uh, dang. Sorry, kid. <laughs> Spoiler, they all die. They all, what? <laughs> okay, well, you spoiled Hamlet. Don't spoil Macbeth. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So, Yeah. Mitch has a freak out. What? <laughs> what, what? I didn't say anything. Sorry. Uh, Ian very calmly, very calmly explains, as he should. Yes. Don't worry. A surge party will come. Mitch is not having any of it. No. He like he storms off. Um, he go, starts going down the beach. We get this wide shot of him walking down the beach. 
And his mom's like, just leave him. He's just finding out that he can't change the channel because he doesn't like the show. And it was... <laughs> It would have been really good if we had had that shot of Mitch walking down the beach. She says a line, and then it's the exact same shot of Mitch walking down the beach, like the cat in the Matrix. <laughs> and it's like, wait a second. Oh my god. Maybe he can change the channel. <laughs> oh, deja vu. <gasps> deja vu. <laughs> I know what deja that means. Deja vu is a symptom of a glitch in the Matrix. <laughs> Morpheus, where are you? <laughs> where are you? We know you're here. Yeah. Morpheus? <laughs> you want... You want some crackers? <laughs> we got a big thing of crackers. And they're delicious. Ooh, that's what I need. Salt on a deserted island. Yeah. Got lots of ocean water. Mmm. <laughs> yum, yum. So Ian's like, all right, I'm going to go look for a high point. Hobo's like, all right, I'm going to go find some clams. So yeah. he, he goes on the beach. He like digs up a clam. Yep. Lisa and Meg come over and they're like, whoa, <laughs> clams. And the hobo just kind of looks at them like, Listen, I was digging a hole to poop in, but uh, if you guys, I guess, really want this space, you can you could have it. I, mean, I'll I, I guess I'll move else. down. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, not not very far though. I mean, I I'll I'll move down, but I'm not happy with you, so it's only going to be about eight inches. <laughs> no, I mean I was here first, so <laughs> we're back at the camp. Yes, Megan and Ian have a very quick debrief about what's going on. They're like, uh, he's like, yeah, it's a very small island. I don't think anyone's here. Um, Hobo goes off to get some water grabs a can he clearly knows where there's a, a spring because hobo knows where everything is he can find um, water from miles away <laughs> yeah lisa's like can i go with them and both parents are like uh no you cannot go follow the strange dog through the forest into this this island elsewhere mitch is walking down the beach he finds this waterproof sack that is supposedly would have had his video games in it I really like that he took the time to seal <laughs> his arcade games in a waterproof bag. I, I feel like he pulled something else out of the bag to put the games in. He pulled out He's the like, radio. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like an emergency radio and seven days worth of rations. Yeah. He's like, ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I got to play Tetris, games. man. <laughs> yep. He turns the bag over and he's like, ah, shoot, nothing in it. Um, but he's like, whoa, what is that? And he sees footprints on the beach. <sighs> some big... Big manly footprints. They're pretty, pretty large boots. Yes, they are very um, large boots. He starts yelling. Eden and Meg respond to Mitch's call. As they're leaving, Meg's like, "Listen, Lisa, stay where you are." And the kid <laughs> does exactly what Katie loves most. She <laughs> takes off into the woods. Stupid child. She deserves yeah. what's happening to her. What's going to happen? <laughs> Hobo should not intervene. Dumb child. <laughs> Anyways, so. yes, she immediately takes off, and I just like wanted to throw something at my screen. <laughs> um. The parents get to Mitch, and by the time they've got there, the tide has washed away the footprints. That has to be the fastest tide in the world. Yeah, the tide changed in 45 seconds. Like, I'm I'm alarmed. This is the lost island. Time means nothing here. It absolutely does not, yes. They are definitely on the lost island. There is a smoke monster, and those feet belong to John Locke. Just Where's saying. the polar bear? Where's the polar bear? <laughs> the others are coming. Ben is there. Gonna come find them. They're going to get sucked oh. into some weird time thing, end up back in the 70s, 60s. Dharma, it's going to happen. <laughs> Amazing. But the footprints are gone. And they totally don't believe him. He's no. like, there were footprints here. This is the bag. I sealed it. It had my games in it. They are so convinced that there's no one else on this pretty large island that they have explored a fraction of. And yeah, yet they're we'll like, eat. nope, nobody's here. Just us. Yep. Just us chickens. Yeah, we've checked this whole island. Nope. No other people nope. here. <laughs> Lisa starts, she doesn't yell, 
she starts squawking like a bird. It's a very bizarre sound coming out of that child's mouth. Yeah. Uh, it's vaguely human. Yeah, yeah vaguely human. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> so they, the parents and Mitch, they rock up just in time for to see hobo versus snake dog versus snake part two yeah is what it is hobo has come to lisa's rec- uh, rescue there's a snake it's probably the same snake one of the same snakes from uh dragon slayer oh definitely yes yeah <laughs> the snake instead bites the hobo's leg and i slowed it down it's really fake looking when you look at it it's uh, uh, <laughs> they they like the, the it's. I think the person who made this fake dog leg is the same person who made the fake dog ear in the hero. Like they gave him like two minutes, and like they're like, here is a roll of cardboard and some PBA glue, and here's some clippings we took from one of the dogs. Good luck. <laughs> like it just. It looks go. rigid and bad. Yeah. Oh. Everyone shows up. Lisa says to make. She's like, that's the second time the dog has saved your life, and Hobo, who's been poisoned is like laying on his side. I feel like he's like, it's actually the third. It's like the third time I've saved your life. <laughs> he's like, why do I keep saving this dumb child's life? <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> this was Would not you, worth it. <laughs> do you light me a cigarette, please? <laughs> Could really use a smoke down here. <laughs> Tell my pups that I love them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Mitch runs off. Yep. Mitch just had enough. He's he runs done. off to look for the man. Um, Ian scoops up and properly carries the hobo away. Yes, he does the good him. carry. Good pup scoop. <laughs> We're going to the camp. Yes. Ian says hobo will be okay if he makes it through the night. Meg looks at him like, you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you're um, just saying which, things. <laughs> she's like, why delude the kids? Just tell her. Just tell her the dog's going to die. That's what I would do. It's going to die a slow, horrible death, and we're going to watch it. And we're going to hear it. <laughs> We'll not be sleeping tonight. <laughs> no. <Mm-mm. laughs> Mom is upset that Mitch isn't back yet. She's like, boy, that kid is dumb and I hate him. Just the worst. Ugh, awful child. Ian says, you know, that's because he thinks there's someone on the island. Elisa's like, is there someone on the island? Meg immediately was like, nope, not a chance in hell. There's no way there's anyone on this island. We're going to cut to Mitch who has like a super badass hunting knife. I want to know where he got it. It Did just he appears it on him? out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> It's like eight inches long and sharp as hell. It's like, where did did you get this? Yeah, it is. And I guess he's like carving like a path for himself back, which smart. Good child. Very good. But like he's taking a lot of time because that is like a perfectly rectangle chunk of wood he took out of that tree. You could do that in about four seconds. Stab it three times and pull off the bark. You're good. You're good. We know. He hears some bushes rustle. He goes to investigate and there's a bird in a net. Yeah. He's like, oh, a net and a bird. Hmm. Okay, there is someone on this island. Then he just leaves the bird in the net. Doesn't save him at all. Well, either save him or eat him. Like, <laughs> do one or the other, man. Don't leave the bird in the net. Maybe he's going to go back for him. Maybe that was his plan. He's going to check for more birds? <laughs> yeah. Collect all the birds. <laughs> Got to collect them all. Deserted island Pokemon. But it's all just Pidgeys. I've eaten so many Pidgeys. <laughs> We get some suspense music, which is actually good for a change. Yes. And like, proper use of good music. <laughs> well-placed, well-timed, fit what yeah. was going on. Well done. <laughs> Feels like it's been forever, but you, you so nailed it. <laughs> good job. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mitch immediately falls into a pit. Yes, it's a very shallow pit. Let's let's be fair he, here. It's, uh, yeah. it's not deep at all. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> he falls in. He's now in the pit. He's like, all right. 
this sucks. I don't like it in here. He starts, first thing he yells for is hobo. Yes. Then he yells for his parents. <laughs> then he yells for his sister. That's the, the rankings I think he has in his mind. In the short time he's known the hobo, he's already decided that he is better than his parents. And yep. I can appreciate that. <laughs> yep. Back at the beach, Ian's like, all right, it's getting dark. I'm going to go find Mitch. He's like, you you girls stay here. I'll be back. From the bushes, though, on our very final <laughs> shot, Meg and Lisa hear something from the bushes. They look. There's nothing there. They calm down. And then we look to the bushes and oh, there's a man in there. Who knew that there was a man on the island? <laughs> Nobody would have ever guessed. Could not have known that. Nope. No. What a surprise. <laughs> yeah. But that is our twist ending. There is there is somebody on the on the island as well. Yeah. It was a pretty good twist. I think it is. I appreciated it. So Yeah. because uh, I did not read the spoilery synopsis that foreshadowed that. I assumed it yes. was just going to be a castaway episode or part two parter. Thought that would be the whole story. So the man was a twist and I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> nice. Let's well let's let's rock through this. You have a hobo uh hobo harm? Zero. Also a zero. Do you have a hobo fight? Um, I said the family it's funny that you brought up Lost. Family versus the island from Lost. So cool. <laughs> yes. They'll lose. That works. <laughs> uh mine's Meg versus some parenting classes. Oh, yes. really, really needs, needs it. Those. Yeah. Let me give you some Brad facts. All right. Lay it on me. All right. The marina that we see at the beginning of the episode is the Port Pickering Marina on oh. Frenchman's Bay in Pickering, Ontario. <laughs> um, it also got used in the locket. Remember there was that boathouse? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just across the way is Frenchman's Frenchman's Bay Yacht Club, uh, which is where Sailing Away was. <gasps> That's uh, where Jib was. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also know that Mitchell, his name is Jamie Dick. It's a good name. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is his fifth time he's been in The Littlest Hobo. He was in Runaway, Finders Keepers, and Dragon Slayer as well. So he's he's been around. And then the wife, her name is Susan Hogan. And she is actually the, the wife of Michael Hogan, one of our favorite oh. Littlest Hobo actors. Yeah. It's all from Battlestar Galactica. Exactly. <laughs> um, she was also the curious reporter in Secret Red Hill. So that's where we might have recognized her from. Yeah. She was also annoying in that episode. She was so super annoying in that. That is, I'm so sorry. Hopefully you're not like that in real life. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she's a swell, swell gal. Swell gal. Mm-hmm. Swell gal. <laughs> How did you feel about this episode? Um, it was definitely a step up from last week's. Like, yeah. I mean, I didn't hate, I didn't like a lot of the characters in this episode, but... I like a good castaway story, so I didn't mind. It was it was a decent episode, is what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I actually I I like this episode. Um, yeah. it's been a long time since I've watched an episode of Lost Hobo where I actually wanted to watch the second part of a two parter. <laughs> yes, like I I can't really actually think of any two or three parters where I was like, boy, I want to see what happens next. Like Sartek, maybe a little. I was gonna say maybe, but, but yeah. No, this is the only one where I'm like, I actually do want to watch the next one in the series. I thought this was pretty well executed. And you're right. The characters are not, <laughs> particularly the one character, yes. is not very likable. Um, but I'm hoping there's a payoff in the next episode and that everyone learns a little something and become better people. That better happen, yes. <laughs> I hope so. I'm not I'm not holding my breath, but it, it, it could happen. Yeah, maybe. All right, are you ready for that next episode? I'm ready. All right, it's Voyageurs, part two. And I'm giving the exact same synopsis because the other one spoiled even more of the episode when I read it. Oh, no. Uh, Family is trapped on a deserted island. Themes include Cold War tensions in the early stages of the digital age. 
that is the next episode. I hope everyone will tune in because I'm actually really excited about this one. Yeah, we got to find out about the man. I need to know. Yeah, who's the man? What's <laughs> he doing man? there? Oh, I was I... just trying to get some elephant bones. <laughs> it turns out it's Kurtz. <laughs> oh, I'm in every episode now. I'm the voice the fan loves to do. So I guess I'll just show up all the time now. Just constantly. Just keep bringing him back. <laughs> I just keep bringing I'm probably going to cut this part out. I think the world's had enough Kurtz for now. <laughs> Fine, if you feel like it. I'll save him. I'll save him for the season wrap-up. Yes. I'll do the entire season wrap-up as Kurtz. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. All right. Well, <laughs> until we meet again, fellow hobos, hop on that train and we'll see you at the next stop. I've been Stefan. I've been Katie. Take care. Bye. Bye.